Hey folks, this is David Shore for Corruption of Child Protective Services. Now, you probably have heard the book titled The Art of War by Sun Tzu. Now, you've also heard the book The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, The Eighth Habit. Well, do you know there's a similarity between the two? And that The Art of War was written well before The Seven Habits. Now, I'm just giving you a little introduction. Uh, Starting in my next episode, I'm going to have a series on the similarities between The Art of War and The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And how teaching this to yourselves and then eventually to your children will make you much more successful in life. And the reason I say that is I've taken the classes of the seven habits of highly effective people and the eighth habit and who moved my cheese while in prison. Have I always been successful? If I don't plan things out, no. (laughs) If I don't stop to actually think about what it is I want to accomplish, I just go willy-nilly. That's why some corporations are successful and others are not. I'm not saying that what they do helps the people because many times it does not. That's why if you know this, you also can be one step ahead of everyone else and quite possibly several steps ahead of the company that you're working for. And that maybe when they start seeing what you're doing without them realizing that you've got the same playbook, but you're working it better. And I know it's just a book, but the one thing is when I picked this up, it was actually in a box. There's a store. Those in Mishawaka may probably already know what this store is. It's called Half Price Books. And you have to go to the back area. It's on the end cap. Um, I think it's in on the end cap of the history section. But it's in a box. It looks just like the cover. It says, The Art of War, a strategy, oracle for success in life. Includes 128-page book and 52 inspirational cards. Now, I'm going to be reading from the inspirational cards for right now. Some of them. And the first one, when I saw it, it's really... uh, Well, once I read it, you'll understand. It says, Sun Tzu said, He will win who knows when to fight and when not to fight. Translation, pick your battles. As in war, so in family life, some battles or arguments cannot be won. All families argue, whether it's parents arguing with each other, parents with children, or siblings with each other. Communication is key in establishing boundaries. If you have to argue, don't lose your temper. Be rational and deliberate. But remember, sometimes it is more important to move on. In other words, walk away. And, you know, the holidays are coming. Thanksgiving is tomorrow. This is Wednesday the 23rd. 2022 as I'm recording this and tomorrow is Thanksgiving and you know 
that a couple of things I can recommend not to argue about politics and religion because each person has their own viewpoint on that politics we've heard that over and over and over again we've got both both sides of the aisle you got like the young Turks saying one thing you got CNN saying another MSNBC saying yet another and Fox News saying yet another In that last one, that it's more is more important to move on. In other words, just say let's agree to disagree. It's much easier. You keep your viewpoint; the other person keeps theirs. This next one from Sun Tzu. He says, the organization in which leaders and employees are united in purpose will be successful. Translation, lead by example. Now, even in work and you as parents, you have to put clear-cut boundaries. What is acceptable and what is not acceptable. While families do not have leaders and employees and are not really organizations, they could be considered a small not-for-profit business. Successful parents lead by example, setting out rules, boundaries, standards of behavior, and expectations with clear communication and enforcing rules with kindness. They value input from their children and are keen to make joint decisions with them. Now I know if any of you are like in your 50s, even in your 40s, and you know, above that, because I see my demographics, you have to understand kids want to be included. Even if it's something small, like take the trash out. They may ask, well, why should I have to take the trash out? Just explain it this way. Well, do you like the way the kitchen looks? He says, well, yes. It looks nice and clean, doesn't it? Yes. Doesn't have a smell to it. Well, no. Well, we take the trash out because also we don't want, you know, our home to look like a third world country. Plus, also, explain to them that the best way to describe it is just say, hey, look, I know you don't understand. So, the best way to describe it is when we take the trash out, we put another one in there. That way, especially the holidays, that way you take the trash out and you get it done. You get it done right then and there. That way they can go back watching, you know, the cartoons or if they watch sports, they can do that. Or if they just want to play outside in the snow. Oh my God, I just said, play outside. I wonder what the kids would say. What do you mean play outside? I, I, I'm on level 22 of Halo. I'm about ready to go up another level. Really? Hey parents, a little suggestion. If you don't want your kids to be in on video games so much. 
Go in there and unplug the machine. I guarantee you, they'll flip out. Then, that's when clear-cut boundaries are put. It says, okay, I'm taking this now. And I know people would say that's punishment, that's cruel. But, what if the power goes out? They've been talking about the power grid. If the power grid went out, it's not your fault. Here's another one. If in the midst of difficulties we are always ready to seize an advantage, we may extricate ourselves from misfortune. Here is the one that I think if you listen to it, it's one you can teach your children. And it's one we all should learn about. And that is embracing change. Change is inevitable, but many are scared of it. I'm just adding this, change, the only constant in the universe is change. Continuing, major life events, leaving home, quitting a job, splitting up with a partner, marriage or divorce are stressful, as many of you already know. Prepare for the worst, but taking the right risks at the right time will ensure you get through it. The best way to prepare for change is to be the one driving it. So if you're going through a divorce, be the one that's in charge of it. If you don't want to be with that person, speak calmly. Because didn't we just go over that one? Pick your battles. If you have to argue, don't lose your temper. Be rational and deliberate. Be upfront of why. What, you know, if you have contributed to the breakup of the marriage or the relationship, own up to it. But also explain what you have experienced from your significant other. By doing that, Maybe you can even do it in front of your children. Showing how to resolve conflict without having to raise your voice. In the end, the pain, I, I don't know if the pain will be less stressful, less hurtful, because I've gone through breakups since studying both books. It's best to just walk away than to sit around and be miserable. Another one says, one, another one that Sun Tzu said, he will win who prepared himself, waits to take the enemy unprepared. Ooh. Now before I say this, remember, we've got this thing with Donald Trump. But also in your life, You have to remember that preparation is power. Whatever you do in life, it is essential to make a plan. All plans should begin with a careful assessment of all the circumstances involved. The point of this is the information this process will give you. Ask around. Get help from the appropriate people. Arming yourself with the relevant intel will allow you to alter your plans accordingly.
So, going back to what he says, he will win who prepared himself, waits to take the enemy unprepared. I get on Donald Trump for a reason. Have you noticed that no matter what the Democrats do, the man always skates? Well, the one reason I believe is he becomes prepared. If he knows that his enemy is going to attack him, he'll think of every area that they could attack, including his taxes. If he acts like there's something major that he did something wrong, they'll go after it. Haven't you noticed that they say, oh yeah, we've got him, we got him. Then later on, it's like they have to go get more information. That's only because the man prepared. And when I'm reading these, I'm understanding more and more of how he's starting to think. But if you're prepared, if you're going... Okay, I'm going to switch it to... You're going for a job. Know everything about that job. Know everything about that company. Prepare ahead of time. That way, if they say, what do you know about the company? You have a notebook? Pull it out. Read what you found out. Understand what they make. Who their customers are. Things like that. By doing that, you're going to be well ahead of the competition. Plus also, if they ask, do you have any questions? If there's things that you are interested in, like their, um, what your hours of work are going to be. What is the, what's an average day in that position? Things like that. There are websites that you can also go to to help you with this. Preparation is key. But also, prepare, like, if you're going to go on a date, have some questions. You know, ask about the person's family. Uh, Ask about what they do for a living. Don't ask how much they make. But if you know, like in trucking, you know... You just Google in there, truck driving, and then you know how much the average truck driver makes. You pretty much know what kind of lifestyle he's going to have. Unless, of course, he's a union like me. But you didn't think I was going to go into this. But I am. Now, Sun Tzu also said, At the critical moment, the leader of an army acts like one who has climbed up a height and then kicks away the ladder behind him. He carries his men deep into hostile territory before he shows his hand. Now, this one is very important. Well, all of them are very important, I should say. Choose well, then give it everything you've got. Almost everything we do in life involves making a choice. I've always believed life is a series of choices. Now, how they turn out, that's a different story. It's good or bad, depending on how you execute your choice. We're talking about the big ones here. For example, marriage. If you decide on someone but are hesitant to commit, you may have made the wrong choice. If you have thought long and hard about it, considered all the options, the pros and the cons, 
Don't go in half-hearted. Commit. Kick away the ladder and give it everything you've got. In other words, just say, guess what? I'm going all in. Full steam ahead. But like it said, if you decide on someone or are hesitant to commit, you may have made the wrong choice. If you have thought long and hard about it, considered all the options, the pros and the cons, don't go in half-hearted. Commit, kick away the ladder, and give it everything you've got. After you've checked everything, or as much as you can possibly check, then go into it. It's best to go in all the way then not go in and later have regret. This last one is Sun Tzu says, In night fighting, then make much use of signal fires and drums, and in fighting by day, of flags and banners, as a means of inflicting the influencing, influencing, sorry, influencing the ears and eyes of your army. Um, this is for the adults, but also adults should, as soon as you learn how to do this, teach it to your children. Communicate appropriately. I'm going to repeat that again. Communicate appropriately. And here's what they say. Always use appropriate communication tools for different people and different environments. Appropriate communications with your spouse, kids, boss, or co-workers can deepen your connections to others, build greater trust and respect, and improve teamwork, problem-solving, and your overall social and emotional health. So, the appropriate communication, like with your children, is not the do-as-I-say, not-as-I-do. Because kids are going to look at that like, what? But you're doing this. Yeah, and I don't want you to do this. I want you to do this. When you have mixed communication, you have confusion. So, folks, the best thing I can say from that one is communicate from experience if you don't want them to do something and you've experienced it yourself then this is what I would say I would uh, recommend what will happen if they do the same thing will the same thing happen what happened to you and explain what it was when you did it what happened to you and explain where where did they learn how to do that? It says, well, it looks like fun. If it's something like parkour, and you've never done parkour before, you know, good communication would be, well, let's check places that teaches parkour. Take it up with them. If you think you're too old, I saw a man in his 60s doing parkour and doing it very well. And he only had been done it, 
doing it for a couple years. You can check it online. But how can the art of war and the seven habits? Well, if they're the same. Well, the seven habits is be proactive. That's planning. Begin with the end in mind. Put first things first. Think win-win. Seek first to understand, then to be understood. Synergize. Sharpen the saw. In my next episode, I will be starting that, and I will be using the actual book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and how this also will help you fight against CPS. How the preparation of contacting a lawyer, documenting everything, and communication, and specifically thinking before you speak. If you think about what you're going to say before you say it, CPS has a harder time trying to make you look like you're a bad parent. So folks, get ready because this next, starting my next episode, I'm going to be going into a series of the the similarities of The Art of War by Sun Tzu and The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And how it will help you in life against CPS and against the naysayers. And I can warn you about one thing. Once you start becoming a success and not letting people get to you, you may lose a lot of friends and family members. Because you're not thinking like they are. But then again, you're an individual And a family is a group of individuals. Do they always get along? No. Do they always think the same? No. But that makes this world so unique. We can always learn from one another. Add what's useful from what you learn. Disregard the rest. This is David Shore for Corruption of Child Protective Services. Keep your head down, keep moving forward, and let's start a new journey.